Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Purely because Tessa wants to do this. And I think you mooted it maybe a few months ago. Yes. So, yeah, in a in a somewhat of a break from, from tradition, we are doing how to pass the GCSE Shakespeare colon The Tempest. Specifically The Tempest, yeah. I can't help you with anything else. I tried to push back. Certainly, there was a lot of pushback. <laughs> and, and then I thought... Give her a go. Come on, stop being such a, a Scrooge, Stevie. Maybe people do want to know how to sit the GCSE paper for The Tempest. <laughs> it's a very broad topic, specifically The Tempest. <laughs> oh, we managed. The pushback compromise was that I suggested we do uh, all six of the GCSE Shakespeare texts. <laughs> That's a series, yeah. And I honestly suggest that to yeah. you very sincerely. Yes. And uh, you were like, Absolutely not. Only because, only because, please. That would require because you were like, "Well, have you got any? Like, which ones did you do?" And I was like, "Well, I did. I think I did um, uh, King Lear, and I did uh, Othello, and I did Macbeth, and and then and then you're like, and any that you would tutor people on?" I was like, "No, obviously <laughs> not. I don't know. I can't remember them. So that would require me to revise three Shakespeare." And I was like, "And I, I was like, this is good. This is good. It is good, but I just can't do that." So I firmly believe in the next 30 minutes, and I assume I'm talking to you, a GCSE student, possibly their parents, as you listen to see if we're going to swear before you give this to your child. And I promise we're, we're good at any time. Um, and I assume that it's oh, there's but days, if not hours to go before the exam. Yeah. And I truly believe. I can make the difference between you passing or failing this exam. Basically, I did do The Tempest as a teenager for my own GCSE. And then a couple of years ago, my teenage cousin was also doing The Tempest. And my auntie called up and was like, please, will you come? And I was like, genuinely, it would be my pleasure. So I went to stay for a week. We did The Tempest. um, But we also had to do uh, his whole English literature and history and some Spanish. And I don't speak a word of Spanish. So it was a lot to get through. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did have to learn. So I did have to reteach myself everything for the Tempest and it's in my brain and I just don't want it there anymore. Understood. Let it out. And I gotta I gotta give it Rain to it you. Rain it down on me. Rain it okay, so a quote from the Tempest. <laughs> no. I've not read the Tempest. Ever? No. I never did it in any of the exams. And then I and the reason I have not read it is because then I went to see it as part of like a school trip or something and was like, this is I I like Shakespeare. I was like, this is shit. <laughs> I hate it. And so that and then and then 10 years later my friend was in 
a Shakespeare production of the Barbican with Simon Russell Beale, huge production. But as I sat down, I was like, oh, it's the one with the fairies. <laughs> it's the <laughs> one fairy, one fairy. Oh God. But it, it was, it was fine. She was great in it. I'm very glad I went, but it's not my favourite, I've got I to understand. say. I yeah. understand. Whereas for me, I actually do like it for the same reasons. We're like, mm. bit of fun, yeah. bit of fluff, bit of show, bit of a shipwreck, things going on. You've got your Shakespeare coming up. Teach me. You haven't grasped a, a, a scrap. I haven't even read The Tempest. You haven't even read so The I Tempest. I need some help. Please so help me, Tessa. here we go. And I firmly believe if you haven't genuinely read it, we can do it. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so you're going to go in. This is, you're either doing um, AQA or EdXL. Oh my God, I'm already going. You're already like, stressed. Yeah. Not to worry. Yeah. Um, and the questions will be worded only fractionally different. Great. Um, and you will be combining this with also, with either your modern poetry or your 19th century book. Sure. I can't be helping you. I'm just telling you there's other stuff going yeah, on yeah, in the exam. Absolutely. Okay. So don't put don't blow your entire load. Right, on the on the tempest. On the tempest, because okay. you've got to turn the page and do your other bits. Yes. There's poetry, there's other stuff. Well, that's why I haven't read The Tempest because I've been blowing my load on the other stuff. So I'll smash that. Now I need to get The Tempest right, sorted. Perfect. And then exactly, whole exactly. load blown. So we're going, where it's an hour and 45 minutes okay. of which I would say you need to be spending half of that on the Shakespeare and half of that on the poetry. Mm-hmm. So we're moving at pace. Okay. You're going to go in, there's going to be uh, five different questions in front of you uh, on the five different Shakespeare's turn to The Tempest. Don't answer all of them. Do not answer all of them. Do not do what a girl in the year above famously did and do Macbeth. <laughs> it was question one. She thought, oh God, yeah. I guess it's Macbeth. Oh, Why no. did we learn the Tempest for a year? Oh no, okay, yeah. <laughs> if you turn the page, there will be the Tempest. Okay, so important thing about English literature is the mark scheme says to reward all valid interpretations. Okay. Okay, so no matter what, what they're testing you on is your ability to have an opinion and then to back it up. Okay. So throw it in. Literally anything that you can possibly think of that might be here, throw it in. And then if you can back it up, uh, prove it in any way, gorgeous. With a quote. If you can, but don't Are you panic. able to have the text with you? Okay, so here's the fantastic thing about it. The question will be broken up like this. You will have a piece of text, a, a whole big extract from the play, mm-hmm. quite a lot of it. Great. And then it will say, explore how Shakespeare presents dot 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 and then either a character or a theme so i'll either say explore how shakespeare presents prospero in the tempest uh, or the theme of revenge interesting or something like that and then it'll say in this speech and in the play as a whole great so you could just focus on the speech really even if you haven't done you can't remember anything you've got that speech there yes you've got that speech we're passing this exam and, and you can say things like um as in you can quote the paragraph mm-hmm. and then say and of course as well in the play as a whole yeah exactly <laughs> well, that's not being specific exactly so your mark scheme will either be 30 marks or 40 marks and then it will say um so you want to be spending about 30 minutes or 40 minutes on it depending mm-hmm. probably a mark a minute and then it will say after that brackets a01 four marks and AO1 stands for assessment objectives one and that just means can they spell right there are four marks available just for you doing nice spelling and punctuation so please do so okay great that's four easy marks yes. come on come on let's look four unless marks unless you're dyslexic in which case it's only four marks it's so only it four doesn't marks. forget it forget the four matter. marks <laughs> leave them behind we <laughs> haven't the time yeah. exactly do not stress about them if you can't get them but if you can get them come on pick them up if you can't God, who cares yeah. it'd be embarrassing to get them okay <laughs> so then the AO1 2 and 3 so I'm just telling you what the mark scheme is so you've seen behind the curtain right um, what they are testing you on in this exam is one can you read Mm-hmm. Great. Yes, ideally, yes. yes. And again, and if you can't, not to worry. <laughs> Number two, can you argue? 
Okay. And number three, and this is just why I'm saying like, there's easy marks to be had here. Can you tell me when the play was written? Really? Yeah. We're literally just a big chunk of this is just what is the context of the play? What else was happening in the world right now? So if you can just prove that, which you can. Well, not right now, back then. Crucially. <laughs> Crucially. <laughs> yeah, if you, can, if you can prove that you know that, sorry. Yes. It's not, like, but it's not now. But it's not now. So, so, so like, you can throw things in like, um, so obviously The Tempest, which was not written now. Yeah, well, this is how, and I'm going to say this in a nice tone. Mm -hmm. I want you to go in there and I want you to write this as your opening sentence. Written between 1610 and 1611, The Tempest is generally accepted to be Shakespeare's last play. There we go. Wow. Sometimes considered to be his farewell to the stage. <gasps> Shit. Oh, it's very good. I'm giving that an A. Yeah, already. 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 Opening line. They're like, wow, don't even need to read the rest of it. <laughs> Somebody's got this shit under control. And that's all I want you to remember. You've mm -hmm. got that. We've done it. Okay. Then we're going to start looking at our piece of text that we've got in there. So we're going to say, in this extract in the play, and then if you possibly can, say when this is. In the play? In the, within the play. Right. If you're like, gun to my head, couldn't tell you. Last scene, first scene, don't, never seen don't it. Don't guess at this point because then, then don't you'll, you'll give yourself away. Don't we've we've owned, we've entered so strong with between sixteen ten and sixteen eleven. Yeah. Let's not throw it away by saying this extract, which is the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, vague, 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 vague. Also, if if in doubt, just refer to the place it comes in the play as pivotal. <gasps> Everything's pivotal. That's what I learned in English lit. <sighs> Extended arm towards me. <laughs> the like a dementor. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, I'm adding that in straight in. This extract, which brackets, which comes at a pivotal moment in the play. Oh my God. Yeah. We are climbing up the mark scheme. Yeah. And we've never even read the play. We've already got an A. We've got an A, mate. <laughs> at this point, the examiners are just passing it around, being like, what's coming next? <laughs> um, and then just say, at a guess, what you think is happening mm -hmm. in this scene. Great. Perfect. They know that you can read. And now we're going to begin to start to argue. Okay. So this is our, our arguing. Or not. Or not. That's what they say. What? And then you, you, you describe what you Or not. Yeah, you describe what's happening in the, in the scene and then go, or it isn't or it happening isn't. like that. Or it <laughs> Some isn't. Some may argue. Well, this is the thing about reward all valid interpretations. Whatever the question is about and whatever you are being asked to explore, mm -hmm. if you can say, this shows this and this is why I think that, Yes. We're like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. So how are we arguing? Who are we arguing against? Well, exactly. We're just, we're, we're arguing with ourselves. So we're saying some may argue that Prospero is seen as this sort of character. However, oh, because of the X, Y, Z. Because of X, Y, and Z. So because of X, Y, and Z yeah. is always, if you can get a because of to back up your You've got to have that because of in there. The, the Tempest um, is a play about revenge. Full mm -hmm. stop. You're like, okay, I'm giving that a D. The Tempest is a play about revenge. Um, as can be seen in this line from right. so and now we're up to a B. Some may argue it's not because yeah. of this line. And now. But I believe it is because of this third line. Ah! Ah! A star, a star, a star. I've just had a flash in my brain. Please. Which is my English teacher, I think it was A level, uh, with an acronym, so you'll enjoy it. I love acronyms. Um, and, and also a bit of fun, P, P everywhere. P-E-E, -E, <gasps> point, explanation, evidence. Point? Yes. Or is it point evidence explanation? Yes, point evidence explanation. So I think this, because of this bit, and that could be in the extract, yep. doesn't have to be in the play, and this is what that means. You're peeing all over the place. Oh my God, Stevie. And every time you say anything, you want to try and pee. You don't have to, if, you, if you can't pee, that's fine. But every time you pee, you will get the, the full marks for that statement. 
So, yeah. So you're looking at about sort of, what is it? So for a 30 mark question, you're peeing 10 times. We're looking for 10 10 peas and we're out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've already got, We've already. I, we only need nine because we've already used our thing about sixteen ten, and then say, we call yeah. it a pivotal moment. So now we're down to eight. So at this point, you're like, right, but what is the tempest about? Sure. So the play is going to begin with a shipwreck. Okay. Ooh. But we really need to begin twelve years before that in Milan, where Prospero, sort of an old Gandolfi character, twelve years ago, uh, Gandalf. He's got a. D- let's not call him Gandalf. No, that's right. That's important. <laughs> Thank you. Use the names. Right, Prospero. (laughs) Old wizard. Arrives as and when he wishes. Uh, An old wizard called Prospero, um, who's not a wizard, he's got some magical abilities. Um, It's never explicitly said what he can do. Is ousted. From the uh, as the rightful Duke of Milan. Okay. Ooh, bit of treachery by his brother Antonio. I didn't get any of this when I watched it. Okay, yes. Well, that's because it's happened twelve years in the past. Prospero's been uh, outed by as his position as the rightful Duke of Milan by his younger brother Antonio, and Antonio has cast him out to sea to die on a boat um, with his young daughter at the time, a baby, um, Miranda. And he's sent him off to die. But a, uh, a kindly uh, assistant has loaded the boat with food and his magic books and all of this stuff. So rather than dying, they're just sort of cast to sea for a long time when they eventually wash up on an island mm-hmm. where they live together, just the two of them, Miranda and Prospero, for 12 years mm-hmm. with here come our kooky characters. Okay. And this is the point that Stevie thinks, boo. Yeah, I'm done with this. We've got uh, Caliban um, in various interpretations, a sort of... Um, mountain man so he just sort of like in the plays I've seen he just sort of like hangs off something mm. and talks to himself while looking at everyone well he's, he's gone mad he just lives on an island he's alone he's gone mad right I didn't get that he's, he's not gone mad he's sort of implied that he's this mad character Okay. and so he um, he has this mother who we never meet she's again in the pre-story him and his mother lived there quite contentedly until Prospero and his baby daughter came along right the mother's a witch and then <laughs> Prospero sort of kills her and then he enslaves Caliban. So obviously Caliban's having a bit of a tough time of it all. Honestly, now I'm thinking I didn't watch this play. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this sounds great. Right? So, okay. then, so that's the thing, you don't really get any of this no. because you none of this is sort of happening on screen. Yes. And by screen, I mean stage. It was, just a pro- it was just Prospero walking around doing a lot of talking. Oh, I won't shut up. And then at the end, well, I won't spoil it. Oh, well. I, well also, I can't because it <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So um, Caliban, we, again, we don't see any of this, but mm-hmm. Prospero kills the mother, the witch character, yeah. and then enslaves Caliban. So Cal- and then Caliban has this sort of like a questionable like father-master relationship with Prospero, you know, a weird sort of um, respectful yet a desiring relationship towards Miranda. Yeah, that's what you're seeing in the play, isn't yeah. it? Because the whole time I was just like, who's that? Who's that? So and now Miranda has now grown up to be a 16-year-old sexy, sexy girl. Year old, yeah. But again, she's never met anyone. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, I suppose that's man, is it? Right, yeah. So right. she's bad. my dad or this weird... Yeah, these are my options, is it? You know? <laughs> Right. God. Well, no, third option. Oh, the nice, kindly assistant. Kindly assistant, right. who you probably don't like because in various iterations, they are called Ariel. Right. And in various iterations, they're portrayed as a fairy. Okay, no, I don't mind Ariel being a fairy. What is it? His assistant's a fairy? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Right. So both of these characters, Caliban and Ariel, are under Prospero's control. Okay. So now he's he's been sort of planning this revenge for all this time. And he finds out, how does he find out from the shipping forecast? I mean, how does he know that who should be sailing not far from his island? It's going to be Antonio, isn't it's it? It's going to be bloody Antonio. Right. And who are we going to pop on the boat with Antonio? Caliban. 
No, because he's on the island. Right, I thought but you'd who's... just throw him off. No, yeah, throw him off. Oh, the, <laughs> the, the current duke. Yes, so the current duke, Antonio, and with oh. him is his son, Ferdinand. Okay, yeah. Sorry, so it's actually it's not... Ferdinand a fitty, as in, oh. like, are we hoping that Ferdinand and Miranda are going to probably, if they, if they see each other, it's happening. Well, at this point, Miranda's like, hello! Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, so it's a dad, or that, <laughs> or a fairy, and then so by the time Ferdinand arrives, you'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ, yeah, that, please. Yes. Obviously that. Right. She has this line, Miranda, if should Miranda or love or any of these themes come up for you, she has this line that says, oh, brave new world that has such people in it. But like she says, like, unt. But the a Brave New World is a ref, this that you hear referenced in other things is about Miranda looking at Ferdinand being like, "What? Right? This is available. <laughs> One brave of these. New world, int. Yes. It's oh, brave. Oh, just the word oh. oh. Oh, the letter O. Sorry. Oh, Brave New World that has such people. Int. <laughs> Perfect. We're so okay. We're, We're so doing it. Right. So sorry. So we've got the Antonio, the mm-hmm. bad brother. Then we've got the king, um, mm-hmm. but he's not going to be particularly fun. So don't ignore him. Okay. Fine. And then we got the king's son. So he's actually, as so I was thinking then, wait, it can't be Antonio's brother because he can't make the cousins yeah, do it. No, he's totally separate. It's the king, it's prince. Yeah, yeah, because Antonio's a duke, not a king. So he's been made the duke. The duke, duke. And then the, yeah. then the king is So we've got the duke right. and the king. People are going off to, I don't know, do some stuff. A cruise or something. A cruise or something. Yeah. A royal cruise. Sure. And they get waylaid along the way because a- a- Prospero sends Ariel out to sea to be like, fuck this shit up. Oh great! Yeah. So the openings, and now this is when we this is when we join the action is Ariel making this shipwreck and like making a huge storm, and a tempest, a tempest, if right. you will, and yeah. getting all the characters onto the island safely but separately. Okay. So now the play begins with everybody separately on the island. Everyone believes themselves to be the only ones there. Great. Yeah. Again, did not get this. Okay, right. Great. Yes. And then and then at this point, the play. Right. <laughs> You know, you simply don't need to know. Like, obviously, Miranda and Ferdinand are going to get together. Okay. Um, obviously, the the bad Duke is going to have to have his comeuppance and mm. like be like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, and then for a bit of comedy fun, we've got these guys called Stefano and Trinculo who oh. were just doing a little bit of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> right. What are the main themes? The themes that will come up will be about uh, revenge, mm-hmm. uh, power, mm-hmm. um, love, um, magic. Okay. Uh, I would say those are your, your big hitters. And right. characters, Caliban, Prospero, Miranda, Ariel. If they gave you one of the, like the, the king, king, you'd be like, oh, come on. Yeah. But just know everybody in the country is going, the king? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, back to your main bit of text. Okay. It's given you everything that you need. You're looking at it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so whatever the theme is or the question or the character, you go back through and you're like, okay, what's in here? And this is how, like, specific you can be. Like, are any of the letters in capital letters? Like, is anything shouted? Is there question marks? Are there exclamation marks? Is anything rhyming? Mm -hmm. Is anything um, to be delivered off stage and is supposed to be mysterious? Is anything supposed to be said affectionately? Are there words like uh, mild and calm and soft and sweet? Or are there words like sharp and barb and thorny and like ugly? Mm -hmm. And you're like, you're literally being that prescriptive and that you're going through it at that extent of just like go through everything in there. And I'm again, I'm assuming you don't know anything. So you're just like, take anything you can. Yes. Take anything you can. Right. And this is how you're going to blow their mind. Oh my God. You're going to use the word enjambement. Oh, I remember en- enjambement. Enjambement. I remember enjambement. Right. Yes. Okay. And that's when it runs on. That's when it runs on. Oh yeah. Honestly, throw that in. We're passing this exam. Right. Give me, so let's give us, give me a way that you would use it. So rather than being like, Stevie went to the shops, full stop. Then she came home, full stop. Mm-hmm. There's no full stop at the end of the line. It just runs on into the next line. I would put Stevie went and then I would end it there. Mm-hmm. And I, on the next line, I would put to the shops to add this sort of element of like confusion of like, Stevie went? I'm like, where? And then to the shops. And right. so we're like, oh. So in the pace moment, is quick. The pace is, now mm. we're using our big words like pace and, and, <laughs> and quickening. <laughs> Honestly, these are this yeah. is enough. Like this is all yes. you have to say is these sort of impressive like pace, tone, rhythm, rhythm. Rhyme, like this sort of word, you know, punctuation, question mark, you can be uh, whatever you can find to put in there. If you can say, even if there isn't some enjambement, you can say. There will be. There's you can, there always probably a bit will of be. They're desperate to help you with enjambement. And it's Shakespeare. If there truly isn't, you can see the lack of enjambement. Yes. <laughs> means that, it, means at this pivotal moment. allows us to sort of, the pace to rest and allows us to really focus on what's going on rather than always racing forward with the constant enjambement elsewhere. Am I right? <laughs> like that sort of stuff. Oh, I'm giving this girl an A star. Yeah, thank you. Oh, Am I right? Am I. <laughs> In ending your exam with, am I right, lads? Am I right, lads? I remember the couplet thing being so important. So if you see a couplet, a rhyming couplet in your extract, it, it Shakespeare is really, it's sort of the equivalent of just highlighting that bit and being like, look, this bit's important. So it's showing the importance of a, piv- a pivotal moment has occurred in the character's psyche or in, or in, or it's really trying to like, what's the word, signal it to the audience. This is, you really need to take, notice of this basically isn't it isn't it that is what a, a rhyming couplet does isn't it absolutely yeah but look at like Stevie's use of like signal to the audience oh, we're like oh my god we're dealing with a pro this is meant to be meant to be seen in the theater of course it's not meant to be read exactly um, and say, say that three times three times relentlessly yeah. say of, of course, course it's meant to be read not meant to be read so course. then they're like oh they do understand this is a play yes. this is meant to be as soon as you're saying this is a play we're like this is a play yeah. but if you're like i couldn't think of any stuff can you see any question marks? Yeah. They'll do. Oh, and an exclamation mark. That's something. He's upset. Thank you. Or is aroused. Yeah. P. P. Uh, P. Point. He looks upset. Evidence. There's an exclamation mark. Explain. You'd shout it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd shout it. 
<laughs> okay, yes, right. So okay. always be P-E-E. Like, yeah. always don't just say, there's an exclamation mark. Be like, so? Like, yeah. tell us. Showing his agony and also tying it in with the theme. Also, as well, you could tie the, the characters, if it's about, like, a character, then bring those themes into the character because obviously those themes are in the play mm-hmm. and um, every character will be experiencing revenge, love, whatever. So then just you've got your, your magic or whatever. Then you can explore... If it's a character, you basically go through all the themes via the character, don't you? Is that what you meant to yes, do? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And then if it's a theme, then you go through all the characters showing what the theme is. So it's basically that they just they're the same they're the same question. They're all the that's the thing. They're all the same question. And they're all just asking you to pee yeah, everywhere. To, to be everywhere. like, please just tell us anything you can remember and then back it up. Mm. And but the thing is, the the ninety percent of it is already in you. Yes. And then five percent of it, we've told you with the plot, and then the rest, I can't help. <laughs> And so, okay, so go on more. Um, okay, so now that we've, we're going now to the play as a whole, and this obviously we're getting we're getting into the tricky section because now we're like, well, I don't know the play as a whole. Yeah, of course. That's why, why you're all listening to this episode. Have you got anything in the tank? Mm-hmm. Have you got anything? And if you've got minutes to spare before you go into this exam, could you open the text and could you just have a little look? <laughs> just have a little look for anything in there that after the year of learning this at school, has anything gone in that yeah. anybody says at any point? <laughs> and even if you're like, that doesn't feel relevant to the... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can make it relevant. You can make it relevant. Remember four quotes. Like, if, if, if just like memorise four really short quotes. Yeah. Just be like, right, I'm just going to throw that in. Just throw them in. And write them down on the front of your paper with the moment you go in so that you remember them. The mo- so. Exactly. The moment you go in, you, you just write, be like, here are my four quotes. I've memorised these. They're nice and short. You've got, oh, brave new world. Mm-hmm. Great. And now, we're lo- we're, now we can look at love through that. We can also look at um, colonialism and uh, exploration because, of course, this is 1610. People are travelling to new places. People are bringing back potatoes. People are, you know, there's all kinds going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a whole new world out there. Jam it. Just yeah. throw it in. The famous Caliban one is, um, and this is Caliban's more famous speech. He says, be not afeard. The isle is full of noises. And then he's got a bigger old bit that's how like, about how nice the island is. If you're talking about Caliban, you're like, he's not a bad guy. He said like, be not afeard. Yeah. He's, you know, he's telling them like, hey, don't worry. The isle's full of noises. Multi-layered. He's multi-layered. And he's he's showing them and he's saying, don't, don't panic but like also he's proud of his island he's a man of the earth he's you know he wants to show off what he's got going on what he's got going on on this island um and then it has the line that had i waked after a long sleep and when i waked i cried to dream again now we can talk about like his sadness his Mm. enslavement how his magical world is nicer than his real world how it shows that prospero is not a very nice character either we're talking he's a complex character also the best thing is like i remember when trying to learn quotes and stuff i'd be like oh but you've got to kind of like present your quote in a particular way but if you use the quote as part of a sentence you can use really small quotes so like as when caliban speaks of in uh quotation marks i cried to dream Mm -hmm. That obviously shows that the difficult relationship he has with Prosper or whatever, you've only used three words of yeah. that quote. So if you so if you don't know exactly the quote, just go in with one word sometimes. Yeah. If you put little quotes around it, pe- people will think, well, she knows the quote so intimately. Yeah. She's now using <laughs> extracts of the quote. Exactly. Yeah. It just says, and of course, with the use of dream, you know, and we... <laughs> 
<laughs> we move on. We'll just, oh, oh, of course, oh, of course. That's everything we need to know about this piece. Move on, move, move on, on, move on, move on. <laughs> Next point, move on. Um, yeah, the when I waked, I cried to dream again. That you're like, yeah, just put a tiny amount of it. If you're like, I couldn't remember what those stupid girls were saying on the podcast. Okay, you got Prospero in there. Uh-oh, we're talking about... Magic. Magic, we're talking about revenge, we're talking about being a father, we're talking about enslavement, like, mm. why did you do all these things? Okay, so crucially, at the end of the play, Miranda and Ferdinand are in love, fantastic. The Duke's given back his dukedom, gorgeous. Um, Prospero sets Caliban and Ariel free. Oh, that's nice. They've done their service and he lets them go. I will tell you now a very sexy thing I saw as a teenager. <laughs> Not relevant to what we're talking relevant. about. But to help you remember like what happens to Ariel, I saw a production at the boys' school of um thing. Theirs was at they were it was just, the boys' school was incredibly fancy. Anyway, it was at the end of their big garden by a river, which tells you everything mm. you need to know. Outdoor production of Shakespeare, where they must have been in year 10. Mm. But Ariel was played by an extremely beautiful and topless boy. I mean, yeah. 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 Hormones running wild. In this production, Prospero sets him free. The beautiful topless boy turned on his heels. Yeah. Like there was like one beat. And then he turned and he ran and he ran across the garden mm-hmm. onto the river. No. He ran onto the water. No. And then he dived into the water Jesus. and he ran about like you know, he walked on water he walked on he walked on, he ran onto the water and he dived into it wow i mean what yeah wow what wow. um there was some wood underneath yeah, it obviously <laughs> you didn't have to explain that yeah no i, okay. I was expecting there was something underneath that he wasn't jesus he was, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but it was that's amazing i think about it all the time um okay this is my final one for you and this is about uh prospero so obviously he's our big hitter it's probably going to be about even if you it doesn't come up specifically you can still talk about prospero it's shakespeare's very last play as we've said right at the top and sometimes prospero's final speech that he gives all alone on the stage to the audience and he breaks the fourth wall for the first time. He does, yeah. He comes forward, and by breaking the fourth wall, I mean he talks directly to the audience and throw that in, for yeah. God's sake. He breaks the fourth wall, he talks directly to the audience, and it's sometimes considered to be Shakespeare talking to the audience. God, I wish I could watch it again now. because that's You probably won't enjoy it. No, I probably won't. I wish I could come in right at the end and watch the final bit. Yeah, and, I, and cool. he does this big speech, which is like basically thanking everyone. Yeah, yeah. Does he thanks everyone for coming like he's an usher or yeah. something? Yeah, he's like he's an usher. He just lets them go. He lets Ariel go and Caliban go, and then does he just stay on the island forever? He goes back to Milan to be the duke. Sure, right, okay, sorry. So he says, "Let me not, since I have my dukedom got and pardoned the deceiver, dwell in this bare island by your spell." So he's saying, "Now I've let Ariel and Caliban go, but can you? You're now in charge of me, so please let me go. Oh, right. Wow. Don't leave me here." Um, and then he does this, but release me from my bands with the help of your good hands. Gentle breath of yours, my sail must fill or else my project fails, which was to please. He says, my ending is despair unless I be relieved by prayer. And this is a nice bit because he doesn't just mean praying. He means a little Shakespeare thing. Praying as in put your hands together multiple times, please. And clap. Oh, okay. Yeah. So... You can have this one. Try and get this one. And my ending is despair, unless I be relieved by prayer, as you from crimes would pardoned be. Let your indulgence set me free. Oh, that's great. And that's the last final bit. And so what he's and saying... And he's indulged himself throughout the entire frankly, play. Too much. And now you are able to... Right. So if you can get in about the... Like, when he's, and you don't need the whole thing, but if you just put the word prayer at mm. the end to be like, is a metaphor... 
from Shakespeare to say it was actually, I meant clapping, but I didn't say it because I'm a little kook. But the famous one from Prospero, if you can get it into your head, is as you from crimes would pardoned be. So like revenge, all the stuff. Here we go. I'd be like, I'll set you free from your crimes. Okay. If you, it'll all, here we go, coming full circle. Let your indulgence set me free. And even if you can just get the set me free part, there's all this stuff about freedom, blah, blah, blah. It's all in there. So just these tiny little bits will do us dreams free. Oh, put it in. Yeah. Let your indulgence set me free. And that's the right. final bit. And if you can get in, is it Shakespeare talking? At the end when Prospero says, and your indulgence set me free, he is asking us to free him, which is rather rich considering he kept Caliban and Ariel in slave for so long. Maybe he's learnt <gasps> from his ways. Perfect. And by us... We mean the, the audience, audience because he is, of course, breaking the fourth wall. Because it is, of course, a play that was meant to be seen and not and to be read. And often people think that it is Shakespeare himself. <sighs> goodbye. goodbye. You always end the um, exam saying goodbye. <sighs> We've come to the end. Great. How how do you end? How do you summarize? In conclusion, thank you. Both in this text and in the play as a whole. Oh, great. The theme of slash the character of is portrayed in many complex ways. There we go. <laughs> All of which would have resonated with the audience at the time, Brilliant. because it was a play, <laughs> who would have enjoyed the themes of, or the character of, etc., etc. Right. And um, this particular theme is a central or crucial, is, if I say crucial tenant, is mm, that right? Tenet. Tenet, T-E-N-E-T, like mm. the disappointing film. I quite liked it. I couldn't grasp it. <laughs> This theme is a crucial tenant of the tenet, tenet <laughs> of the play, yes. or this character is multifaceted mm. and allows many different complex human emotions to be portrayed on the stage. Ending with on the stage, on is, the uh, stage brackets, Tessa exits brackets. <laughs> Pursued exit. by a bear. Exit pursued by a bear. And then draw a little bit of yourself running off. They, they really like And that. ideally diving and pointing teenage boy. Teenage boy. <laughs> Although you're probably also a teenager, so you probably wouldn't say teenager. You'll be fine. Boy. Hot boy. boy hot boy. Just for the invigilator. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like I might not get a good mark. But I think you can pass. I'd get a mark. Yeah. What is it? What's the percentage of pass rates like? 40%. I have no idea. I don't no, know where the pass line is, no, but yeah. I believe Low. I could get you to cross it. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it does. Without knowing it for sure, I am confident that you can pass this exam. It'd be a low grade, yeah. Oh, it's low. Oh, it's low grade. No one's saying it's high grade. Well, that in Jean Beaumont, 1610, the stage. I could, I could refer to interpretations I've seen on the stage as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how I do that because I was very bored and I can't remember any of it. But people, people like that. Yeah, like, oh. you can talk about that. Absolutely. Great. Anything you can get out of that little brain. Thank you so much, Tessa. Thank you, Stevie, very much I for, le- think, for my indulgence. I think you should... <laughs> By your indulgence, set me free. I, I think you truly should. set me free from I, this from this prison of my own making. Do you feel like it's now? Oh my god, I can breathe again. Okay, great. Okay, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've, I've been carrying this around for so long. Did they get a good mark? We yeah, we got them through. Oh great, amazing. That is the main thing. But I also did correctly guess what was coming up as a question. Oh excellent. But I'm not doing that for you guys because I don't know when you're listening, and I don't want to panic anybody. Of course. But I do have a sneaky suspicion about what it is. Oh Christ! I'll write it down quietly. Okay, it's helpful to nobody. No one, <laughs> as this episode was. No, it is helpful. It is helpful. I think you should do a little series, but then um, I don't want to do it. So well, I could tell you about it. I'd love to listen to you tell me about that. Okay, what should we do next? <laughs> maybe if you, maybe we get the listeners to tell us what they would like. Yeah. 
Then they'll say like maths or something. We'll be like, not that. We can't do maths. It's only we can Shakespeare do, plays. We can do uh, English literature and we can do history. God, that's good. Whether you're AQA or Edexcel, I hope that helps. And fare thee well. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's perfect brands.